Hi, David. What's up, Reddy? How's it going, man? Nothing much. It's going pretty good. How are you today? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I've been off Twitter the last couple of days and so it's it's strange. I'm normally on all the time. This is my first time popping back in in I think over 48 hours, which is like the longest stretch I've had in I don't know, a very long time. Yeah, 48 hours without Twitter. I mean, that definitely sounds like a foreign concept. Yeah. No, it really it really is. It's it's honestly a little strange. Um I even like with the exception of this, deleted it off my phone, deleted Instagram off my phone and I keep like picking up my phone to check for a a buzz and then none of the apps are there and it's been weird, but I think good. I would say that it's it's a good um, reset and, and refresh. I think it's something that everyone can benefit from, no matter who they are. I think so. I think so as well. So I'm I'm excited. I'm still going to be popping in for spaces, um, but definitely taking a little needed uh, media sabbatical overall. Yeah, I feel that. And you know what? It's like it's one of those things. that's crazy. It's it, as much as I use Twitter, like it really is one of the tools that I use directly to communicate with certain people. And without it, I probably wouldn't speak to them. No, one hundred percent. I had that. Like I was talking with a couple of friends today, and there are definitely like a ton of people that I talk with almost every other day. That like I literally don't even know in real life, but like they've become my good friends. Yeah, I, you know what? I think that's a concept that is not foreign to many people in this space. I think that we all kind of end up forming these relationships and friendships with people that we hardly see at uh, face, like face-to-face events. And when we do, it's it's a very special connection that we have with those people. No, one hundred percent. Have you been to any of the IRL NFT events yet? Uh, so. I went at the like very beginning when I was like first really getting into like the whole NFT space. I went to uh, one in Miami that coincided with Art Basel, um, and then that was like a two day event with like speakers and like they had like uh, different like artists displaying their art and talks. Um, but other than that, I haven't really been too much. Like I went to like a small. Uh, like five or ten like person meet up with gutter cat gang um okay here in orlando um but like other than that i haven't really been to too many like irl nft things like it's very much its own online world for me did you feel that even like the relationships that you made at like the gutter gutter cat gang meetup were like anything that uh, was meaningful to you? Because even with like the PFP profile, like the PFP communities that I've been a part of since I've like gotten into the Web three space, I've definitely made a good handful of like genuine connections to people in groups like that. Yeah, I wouldn't so much say that one in particular. That wasn't bad. There was just like really not many people that like. I like kept up with, but there have been people that like I've met through like gutter cat gang. Um, like there's a guy named KR who, uh, he is another photographer and, uh, he, him and I talk like a couple times a week. Like we've done spaces together. Um, there's booze crew who I'm like super tight with. Like I do a photo space with them every week. Um, and like, I've never met any of them, but like 
we all know each other through like a PFP project and like there's like 70 of us in a group chat and like all of us talk all the time. Um, and so, yeah, there's definitely been like people for sure that I've definitely built, built pretty deep relationships with in the PFP space. Nice. You know, and I think that like, it, it, it really goes to show that like all of these niche communities all have their like specific pockets of, connectivity and like networking and um really just like bringing people together in a genuine way around like a certain cause that they're all sort of like passionate about yeah that's been honestly like one of the coolest things that i've seen like through booze crew gutter cat gang like even like seeing everything that like you guys have done like when you did like the IRL meetup in in Miami like during Art Basel or like the most like recent drop with all the different artists well you guys aren't like a PFP but like it's still like a community based around a common goal most definitely and um I also wanted to say in, in regards to that common goal we do have a lot of people that are currently traveling uh to East Denver right now so that may explain why it's taking a little bit longer for people to fill in. A lot of our regulars are currently in transit. Yeah, no, no worries at all, man. I, uh, I'm happy to still connect. I see Luca down there. I don't, I don't know. Um, but oh, Luca yeah, is I'm, awesome. Heck yeah, yeah. I'm looking at their profile now. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm just glad to connect with you guys. Like I followed Burrito Dow for a while now. I know Moody um, through Booze Crew, and like we. Yeah, Moody's one of the best. We love. Moody. Yeah. We've done a bunch of spaces together, and like always tune into his stuff, and like love everything that he does. So, like the second he started talking about Burrito Dow, I was I was super pumped. Yeah, Marv Mar really, uh, he definitely knows a lot about uh, this space, and he really has made a lot of like really positive connections with a lot of people. And I think and at least people that I know personally, I've never heard anyone say like a single bad word about Marvin. I don't, I don't think you can. I think he's one of those no, you people. definitely, you definitely can't. Yeah. I think he's just one of those purely good people that everyone just loves because they really are just so great. He just appeared the man himself. Oh, you know, he'll probably be back. He, I think he's one of the people that's not actually traveling for it. No, I said he just, uh, Moody just appeared. No, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I think I think he's one of the people that's not traveling. Uh, okay. So hopefully yeah. he'll be able to come back. We were uh, just talking about you, Moody. So yeah, we were just, welcome. just saying how great you are. With your damn sippy. That is quite the sippy, I gotta say. It is. It is. I like the sippies. I just oh, like giving. I just like giving Moody shit. <laughs> I was also gonna say that um, you know, let, like we were talking about before, that like niche communities, like sippies, really is one of those things that kind of just like popped out of Web three at its core and has kind of maintained like a very Web three identity and is like this really specific niche community that a lot of people really care a lot about. Yeah, it was funny for like, I feel like there was like several weeks or maybe even a couple months where uh, we just saw in like our booze crew group chat, we j we literally just saw Moody's like uh, PFP and we didn't see anything else. And one day someone was like, what is that? And then we saw them everywhere. 
Yep. We, they uh, they kind of took over for a little bit there. I'm, I'm sure that they will be back eventually. I know the bubble has uh, been working on them for quite some time. But anyway, let's uh, let's get talking about you and your work, David. I'm very happy to have you here. I'm very happy for the friends that we do have tuning in. I really hope that we get some people who check out the recording because I think this is going to be a really great conversation. And I'm very happy to have a photographer like you in our uh, artist spotlight tonight. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate that. Like, it really is like an honor to to be here and just like share time and space with you guys. So let's jump into it. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, if you want, before we get things uh, really underway here, you could pin some of your favorite shots to the top. Be more than happy to get some of those up there so we can talk about them specifically if you'd like. Yeah, definitely. Let me let me do that. Oh man, I just uh, Twitter just did a little pop up and is trying to get me to upgrade to blue. I'm not doing it. Just want to yeah, no, tweets. I'm not. I have I haven't been hooked yet. I don't know if I can be. I'm sorry, Elon. Yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens on that one. I don't, I don't know how long I'll be able to hold out for. I, I don't have a TikTok, and I don't have Twitter blue. So we'll, sh- we'll see which one of those I came Touché. on first. So, David, has this sort of always been your main avenue of photography, or did you sort of transition to this across like a journey of several things uh like with like what i focus on now like with just like photographing bodies and people yeah 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 so it definitely was a process um i originally was just interested in art and i had a friend actually i had probably four or five friends in 2010 2011 when I lived in Seattle, there were all portrait photographers or like all photographers of different kinds. Um, Got it. Somehow the, the first friends that I made when I moved to the city um, were all photographers. Like, I don't okay. know what, what simulation set me up for that, but that's what happened. Um, so yeah, I would just like see what they would create. And I was really just mesmerized by the fact that they could create art through what I perceived to be the click of a button. And yeah, I ended up, someone ended up gifting me a film camera, a relative. They had no idea that I was interested in photography, started shooting film, eventually bought a digital camera, started photographing my friends, got into weddings, did weddings for years, eventually started shooting for like brands and doing like lifestyle photos, a lot of like restaurants and small businesses. And then I think in like 2017, I had the opportunity to, uh, become the artist in residence for an art space nonprofit in Orlando. And um, that gave me studio space for the first time in my life. And I, how was that experience overall? What was it like uh, to be an artist in residency? Yeah. It originally was very unknown. I had never done anything like that. Like I'd never had someone just be like, hey, here's a space that you can make work in. And honestly, like, it was very much just like having like a clean slate. I think with anything, when you get thrown into 
something unfamiliar, like you don't have like a game plan or like a clear sense of direction. And so it really just gave me opportunity to just start experimenting. Um, and there, there was a blog, like a local like news blog at the time that um, I was friends with and they posted for, they had like a pretty large local viewership and they posted for me that I was like doing a headshot day and I charged like 25 bucks a pop or something like that. And like people could just come into my studio for the day and get a portrait. And I ended up having like dozens and dozens of people like come to me. Um, I should probably even say hundreds over the course of a couple months of doing this and through like this, like blog posting about it. And it really just got me curious with, with people and just working with people one-on-one because like I said, like I was really just like documenting weddings before that and like doing a little bit of like lifestyle work with like food in a, in a restaurant or like photographing some bags for a company. Um, and I had never like really had this opportunity to sit down like one-on-one in an intimate space where I was just talking with a person about their life and then like making images around getting to know them. And so, yeah, I did that for a couple years. And then uh, to be totally honest, like the ultimate catalyst for, for really beginning to explore a lot more like body positive type work and like the work that I'm doing now uh, was that I was hired by a model or a girl who was getting into modeling to do her portraits and she had wanted to do some that were like partially nude and to be totally straightforward, I felt really uncomfortable. I grew up like very in a very conservative, like Christian home and nudity was something that was really like, it didn't even really exist. Like you kept that to yourself. Um, And so I remember being like really uncomfortable, but saying yes to it and I had to stop and think like, why am I uncomfortable by this? Like, we're not hurting anyone. Like we're not doing anything inappropriate. And I wanted to figure that out. Like I wanted to know what seeing another person's body, like made me feel like why it made me feel uncomfortable. And so I just started photographing close friends um, that I had at the time, kind of in like a similar setting. Like they just come and sit in the studio, like in their underwear. And like, we've literally just photographed their bodies and time kind of went on. And like, I realized that like those photos, like actually like were making like a big difference in how people perceive themselves and like how they like were interacting with their bodies and facing themselves and getting to know themselves for the first time. And that kind of put me on the trajectory to begin like exploring this whole entire style of photography. Yeah. And you know what? It's crazy that like, I'm very like, I've heard you speak about your work a couple times before in the limited spaces that you've done. And one of the reasons like I'm, I'm very happy to talk to you uh, today is because I felt like I've had a similar um, experience when I first went to art school and like had to draw nude models for the first time I was like very taken aback whether it be male or female I was just like first day like you're drawing the nude form and I'd never done that before and I was just like why is this so stressful like why do I feel so out of my element right now and it's because a lot of us have shame in like 
completely inexplicably intertwined or like deeply deeply interwoven into like our concept of bodies and like perception of bodies and stuff like that so to go through those experiences like it really shows us how negative our perception of bodies can be just at a base level when like our bodies are literally the only thing that we're born with it's it's funny like i i don't know and i still wrestle with that like i have an art show in a couple weeks um where i'm just displaying all these like all the polaroids that i've taken for like the last like 10 years or so because outside of like doing digital work like i do a ton of like instant instant photos and so like i literally have hundreds and thousands and i have a friend of mine that does like this is quite a bit different from like just like the body's work or maybe it's not but she does only fans and i photographed her and i literally like had a portrait of her like vagina uh, that i took and like i don't often take pictures like that like it was again just kind of to get out of my comfort zone but i even bring that up because i started to get like really insecure when i found this in the pile of uh portraits that i had because i was like man like what if people see this and like they judge me or like what if like people are offended or like what if someone brings a kid to, the, to like my art show and they see one photo in the middle of all of this that's like of someone's private area and then i was like dude that's like literally like we all have this like Again, like, I, I get there should be some things that are private, for sure. Like, we should be mindful, but it's, like, we make a really, like, unnecessary, like, commotion out of people's bodies. Um, and even though I photographed, like, hundreds and thousands of people at this point of time, like, in point in time, like, I still get caught up. Like, even, like, when I was, like, curating this art show and, like, came across this, like, intimate nude photo that I had taken, um, and so, yeah, it's it's difficult. And I think it's almost something that, like, no matter how comfortable we get with ourselves or even others, we have to continually, like, almost redo the work that we've done to be comfortable with, like, our skin and others. Yeah, I think that's incredibly true. I think that we all have a lot of work uh, required from, like, the get-go after society has, like, worked against us from such an early age to be, like, so concerned about concealing our bodies or hiding them or understanding that like we shouldn't show them off or there's a certain degree of shame associated with them and like it really takes a lot of conscious unlearning to uh have a healthy relationship with our bodies and like I think many people well into their adulthood still struggle with that so I think that the way that you're approaching your art form is really authentic and I'm really glad that you have this perspective on it because you can really see how people respond to the way that you make them feel through your work because everyone does look extremely comfortable in the images that you present. Thanks. I, I appreciate that a lot. And it's something that I think that's another thing that's really important um, because I don't know, I had a lot of like just unhealthy relationships growing up Um and even like in more recent times and there's been so many times where like I didn't respect other people's boundaries or like my own boundaries weren't respected. And 
that's something that like as I've grown, like I never want to like see like happen again or like have any like boundaries crossed in photography or like people that I'm photographing. And so I really try and start out almost every session um, completely closed and just talking with the person and like telling them that like the space is literally theirs and that like anything that they want to do or don't want to do is like completely up to them. And like, if at any point they decide like they're done being photographed, like that's it. Like they have the final word. Like the goal is to like give the person like complete power. And I think like when you're like giving people that space, like there's no way that like, I don't want to say there's no way, but it's very hard not to like show up as your full self when like, you know, that like ultimately you're in control. Yeah, I agree. I I think that the way like the way that you present the space to people gives them like the freedom to establish comfortability at the pace that they're comfortable with rather than having an expectation of how it should go being thrust upon them. Yeah. And I think that like I don't know, that whole like I yeah, I kind of just I've tried to really take into most of like just how I exist in the world because like that really starts with like approaching like everything with like a place from a place of like love and like I think ultimately like love is never like a forceful thing at all um and yeah, like, I think my goal really at the end of the day is that just people feel seen and loved. And like, if it's not that, like, there isn't really any point in like making anything for me. Sorry, I, I, I stepped away from my mic for, for just one second to uh, open the blinds. I'm house sitting for my, or close the blinds rather. I'm house sitting for my parents, so I've been taking care of things. Nice, all good, man. I'm uh, sitting in front of an open window, which I had this like in, internal dialogue uh, before we started, where I was also like, "Can people walk by and see me?" Um, and <laughs> I got a little freaked out because it's dark outside and I'm just like sitting here in this open window waving at the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no worries. I went to a cabin in the woods recently for like the first time as like a little uh, getaway thing. And like, I was freaking out anytime it was like light inside at night, but like dark outside because I'm like, I can't see outside, but anything can see me right now. Yeah, that's that's how I feel uh, currently. Yeah, but I'm not living my, on the not edge. My feeling. But you know what? On the topic of feeling exposed, what are some of the things that you feel really make people like feel more comfortable when they are um, taking pictures of themselves as they like remove clothing and and they show just their uh, physical bodies? Yeah, uh, so that's interesting. Um, I don't know that I've really been like asked that directly before. Um, so one thing that I always say as well that I learned from a, another friend of mine that's a portrait photographer is the term feel your feelings. And that's something that like I always give no matter what. Like I'm always just like, okay, like I want you to feel comfortable as possible. So 
If you want to look to the left, look to the left. If you want to look to the right, look to the right. If you want to smile, smile. If you want to be serious, like literally like do whatever pops in your head, like whatever makes you feel comfortable. And if I'm like, look to the left and looking to the right feels more comfortable then do that. Um, and I think also just like, yeah, again, just never forcing anything like never like being like, Hey, we're going to do this or like, I don't know, creating an environment where like, anyone ever feels forced like I always just like ask like hey like is this is this okay or like do you feel comfortable trying to do this um and then I think another big thing just in general is I I always like to encourage people towards what I like to call like intuitive movements so I'm just like every time the camera clicks I want you to literally give me any pose that pops into your mind and a lot of the time people are just like, Oh, like, I don't know what to do. And I'm just like, well, literally just move. Like, you don't have to know, like, just, just start moving. Um, and that usually like opens it up to people being like, well, can I move this way? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, like, can I sit on the ground? Like, uh, like, do you mind if I do this? And I'm like, yeah, like literally, like, I don't like, I don't care. Like, it's all like just about you and what's comfortable. Um, so, again really just like giving people space to really do what they want and oftentimes like i i guess since you've been doing this for a little bit now what do you feel people do want when they seek out for like custom portraiture in this way i think a lot of the time i'm realizing is that people are wanting to overcome insecurity like or Absolutely. they're want they're wanting to overcome like i don't know i photographed like a lot of women especially like like women of, of color oddly enough or like people that like i don't know like i photographed like a woman uh, from like muslim descent like a couple months ago and like a huge part of that was that like she had been like told to cover up her body the whole entire time, like of just like growing up. And she never felt like she had any say in like how her physical body existed in the world. And she felt like it was like a way of reclaiming like space and like her own physical body by sitting for portraits. Like I've had other people who have gone their whole entire lives and like literally never been like naked in front of someone or like, literally never been like seen outside of like shorts and a t-shirt um and just wanting to like have their bodies be seen in a way that they could like actually feel positive or like really claim themselves and like owning their skin and so i i think that like so much of it is just people never having the opportunity to like own their own personhood and then seeing other people exist in these photos with their like in their skin confidently and like have it not just be confident but something that like truly looks authentic and joyous and people just being like man like i want that like if that person can do that and have that like i'm pretty sure that i can as well um no i so, definitely yeah. agree i wanted to i just wanted to chime in that i feel that like the the joy and again the, the comfort that people begin to feel in their own skin through your photography is a very powerful thing and it like it it really does show like i think there 
is obviously a certain stigma around photography specifically nude photography when handled from like a male perspective but like I I don't feel any of that from the photography that I look at of yours because like it just it I don't want to say it just like specifically hits different because like that that really does like feel like it boils down so simply but like your imagery comes across so genuine and it really does make people look like themselves and I think that you are facilitating very positive relationships between people and their bodies which is extremely important and I think that you completely circumvent all of the negative stigma around male photographers photographing uh the nude form specifically the female form and I just want to commend you for that because like I I think that so many people have the wrong idea in mind and I think if if I were to ever show someone your work they would really see what I'm saying right now as being the case for you Thanks. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, it's something that like, I've been like, really trying to just like, accept because it's still easy for uh, me to get in my head and like, based on like my own upbringing, like think that people will think that my intentions are from like a place of like ill will or like trying to like take advantage of people because like a lot of photographers have done that. And yeah, like I, I just appreciate that. Like that's something that you notice in the photography um, because yeah, that's something that like I still struggle with that. Like people will just take things from the wrong place. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, I really appreciate that. No problem. Like I said, it is my pleasure to point these things out because I really do see them so clearly in your work. And I think that it is something important to note. Um, We're coming up on just about the half hour mark here. So I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who tuned in. Um, For anybody who missed us at the beginning, I just wanted to say uh, this is a recorded space. So you will be able to catch it on our Twitter archive on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube at a later date. And if you would like to stay up to date with everything Burrito Dow, please check out the links in our Twitter accounts, such as our Discord um, community. That's one of the best ways to get involved with us. And again, we are here tonight with David Lawrence, who is a very, very uh, fantastic photographer that we are lucky to have with us this evening for a conversation. There are a hell of a lot of things that you could be doing with your time, and we are very grateful that you are spending some of that with us this evening. So again, David, is there anything that you specifically wanted to talk about, knowing that you would be coming into an interview where you don't normally uh, talk all that much in these Twitter spaces? Yeah. Um, I I think that I've I've really, there isn't really anything in particular other than I've really just wanted to see storytelling like in the NFT space and in particular storytelling around like portraits and people and their bodies become more of like a normal thing and maybe not even necessarily geared towards bodies, just stories around people in the NFT space because so often you just see pretty photos or like pretty people and like there's nothing wrong with that but like who are those people like 
what is like the nitty gritty of like their day to day lives? Like, what are they like having for breakfast? What are they like? What do they like dislike? Um, so I don't know. I really just want to see people with whatever like work they're creating also tell stories. Like, if it's like portraits, like talk about the person in that photo. Like, if it's a painting, like do more than just share the art like art is powerful on its own but like most of the time there's usually something behind it for sure i I mean i think that like art is you know it's it's very moving on its own when you see something that your body just responds to at a base level but there really is a certain magic that is achieved when message and like art combine very powerfully in in a symbiotic relationship where one informs the other you know yeah, no, 100%. And I think, like, the biggest thing, like, that I've been focusing on in that, like, uh, has been, like, my my body series. So I've been doing that for, since September of 2021. So it's been a little over two years now, which is, which is wild. And I've probably photographed close to 100 people in that. And I've been very slowly with like the permission of the models, like listing uh, each photo as an NFT. And then uh, also including a couple like paragraphs of like a Q and a of just like introducing the person, like them talking about themselves, like talking about where they're from, their relationship to their body, like how they feel when they see the portraits um, and really just giving space, like in those images via NFTs to like also share about the person in the image so i think i i have like 32 or 33 images listed and i've been able to like update the metadata so far or like uh yeah like the metadata with like a story um of probably like six to eight of them and just like every couple weeks like i'm sitting down and just, just like adding a new uh story to the images that already exist um and i probably have like maybe 20 or 30 different inner like audio interviews that I've done over the last couple of years that I've just been like very slowly going through and like transcribing all of those and like attaching them to the NFT. Um, so that's been, that's been really, really fun. And it's cool because I also like sit down with each like model and like everything by them, like make sure that like, it's okay that I like, sell their photo and that it's okay that like I use certain words in like their story um, and they like get to read all the copy before like any of it's shared and then like even like just committing to giving like a percentage of like the sale as well to like the model like I try and always give like if there's a person in it like I try to always give like 20% um, to like the subject um, and so just like making sure that like everything is done with like consent and permission. And that also like when I do like have a sale or something that like, I'm not the only, even though I'm facilitating like the photo and the project, like I'm not the only one, like just winning and getting money out of something. Right. Um, And I think that's another thing that like, if I could say anything, like I would really like to see other photographers, especially like portrait photographers, who are like making their main art form like out of people like more transparency around like the consent with the models and like how like they're being compensated 
Um, because that's something that like, I literally never really see or hear. And like, if anything, like I've heard a photographer selling like portraits for like hundreds of thousands of dollars and like the models having no idea. Yeah, no, that, that's something that is just absolutely like beyond my realm of comprehension. It, it just seems so inherently wrong to use literally someone else to like make all your money without giving them any sort of like cut or anything. It's, it's kind of beyond me to think about like people being featured in some way like that, where they don't see any return for themselves when it's literally like their image. That's the thing that's making this money in the first place. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I don't even know that it's something that like is necessarily always even like thought about, like, like maybe, like maybe as you're getting higher into like when you're getting like a higher realm of like actually making a full on living and selling images for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But like, I know the first time like I did like a in-person exhibit with like my photos from bodies, I think I put up like 50 or so 11 by 17 prints and um i had them like priced at like maybe 75 dollars an image or something like that in this gallery and someone was just like hey like i didn't really sell many of them because it's kind of like a weird thing for people to buy honestly like it's more so just like people come and experience it like there's not many people i feel like they want like a random uh, person they don't know like on their wall but like someone came up to me and was just like hey are you like sharing the proceeds with like the models like I think they should get compensated and I just like kind of like stuttered and it honestly hadn't even like crossed my mind I think in part because I wasn't even really thinking about making money it was just like I was needed a place to show the art and like the like the gallery was willing to like do it and I like, they were like, so how much are you selling things for? And I was like, uh, I hadn't really thought about it. I guess like $75 a photo. Does that sound good? And the like curator was like, yeah, sounds good to me. Um, and like, it wasn't even really like a thought initially, um, until someone had been like, Hey, like, have you considered sharing this with the models? So I like, again, I don't want to give a pass to people that are being foolish or like taking advantage of others, but like. I had that instance where it really didn't even like cross my mind. Like I was just trying to tell some stories through like the art that I was making. Sure. And I mean, like, I, I guess I understand that perspective as well. I think it's just like, you know, once, once you sit down to really like look at it, it does feel like one of those things where it's like, Oh yeah, that person should be getting compensated because like I, I am using them to essentially communicate my messages. Like they are like my work wouldn't be able to exist right now if not for them, you know? Yes. No, 100%. So amidst this entire process, like, or this journey rather of, of you beginning to photograph people in their most vulnerable states, um, what do you feel has been the most important thing that you have learned? You know, I think, man, there's a lot. Um, Please tell, I mean, I, I really yeah. think that like the, the specific art form that you have decided to pursue is 
very important for people to have an open dialogue about because there's just, again, so much internalized, deeply rooted shame around nudity and the human body and the human form and just like seeing uh, like even just a nipple is like literally such a topic of like heated conversation in so many circles. And it's like absolutely insane that like the thing that we're, we're born with is such a controversial topic for so many people. So please give us any insight, reassurance, uh, advice, whatever, as someone who is very familiar in this realm, like educate us, give us more knowledge about this topic. Yeah, I think that what I've learned the most is that like my own work as a human and like our internal work as humans is never ending um, because I constantly meet people of all ages. Like literally like I've photographed for this project, someone who was 19 all the way up to someone who is 67 um, that's actually the lady that uh, is in the like most recent pin that I have. Um, yeah. And so I've literally photographed like every uh, like type of person imaginable and every age up to 67. And I think that the one thing that I realize over and over is no matter where people at, they're still always working to accept themselves and no matter how like far you get into that journey, there's always going to be something new that pops up that you're going to have to work through and, and learn. Um, and I think that like just embracing that like life is going to be like a lifelong battle of just having to continue to like meet yourself and be okay with yourself and love yourself and even love others. Because to be honest, there's, like it's like I'm not perfect there's so many times where like I see other people maybe out and about or like maybe sometimes in photography but just for life in general and like I judge them like for whatever reason and I have to like then in turn like look at myself and like ask like what within me is like asking me or like making that making myself like judge other people or like see them in a certain way and like I've sat with like hundreds of people at this point and like heard so many stories and like my heart has definitely been like softened and I've learned a lot about accepting others, but like there's still some days where like, I don't have like a super open heart or like, I'm still like judging people or like, yeah, just not being like loving. And I have to like meet myself with compassion and like observe my internal world as to why I'm like acting a certain way or feeling a certain way. And yeah, I think of anything, just realizing that like, the work to like show up in like a healthy manner, like in interacting with others and like with ourselves, like no matter how far we get is never ending. I think that's the thing that I come back to over and over. If that makes, if that makes sense. I mean, if, if the thing that you come back to is that the journey of like self-acceptance and self-understanding is a never ending like thing in our lives, I think that that really is a, uh, a very important lesson to learn and, and a concept to be mindful of. So I'm definitely sure that that made sense. Yeah. It's funny. Like I remember like dating someone uh, quite, quite a while ago now and like got 
really getting like faced with the idea that like I was codependent at the time and um like being confronted on that and like having to really go and spend time alone with myself and I remember like spending a lot of time like working on that and just being like man I don't know if this is ever fully going to go away and like the person I was seeing just like looking at me and just being like no like the work on ourselves like never ends and I like just remember like I had never like thought about anything like that in my life like ever to me I was I was very much like up until a couple years ago I was just like oh yeah like you work on something and like you're good like you get past it and you go on to the next thing but like the work of like becoming like a healthy person and like getting to know yourself and like working on like your internal like world and even like learning to like understand others like never ends like it's just it's lifelong i mean that's that's one of the truest things out there is like it really is like a lifelong journey to just like understand yourself and how you fit into the world and your environment and how your your spirit relates to your body and all these crazy things so it's 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 very important that that you're aware of these things and and you've learned a lot about them through your your pursuit of your artwork um i was gonna say is there any is there any piece of advice that you would give like just anyone about how to improve their relationship with their body yeah that's uh that's an interesting question um you know i think i think there isn't like one way i think if anything like the biggest thing is just giving space and time to whatever like I don't want to say like negative energy, but like whatever, whatever thing is like bothering you or plaguing you or like whatever, like continues to like come up like for you in your own personal journey of accepting yourself in your body. Like for me, it's like looking in the mirror and being like, Oh man, like I feel fat. And like, I like hate myself today. Or like, I hate the fact that like I have like love handles and not just skipping past that, like actually like literally like making space to like some days just look in the mirror at myself and like actually like speak like loving and kind words over myself. Or if I'm not doing that, maybe like spending time like literally like journaling these things that I'm having anxiety or insecurity about and like actually giving myself space to process them. And then like in turn, like also like naming the things that I know to be good and true in comparison with those things that like are bothering me or the things that like I can't yet accept. Um, So yeah, I think like really just like giving space to like whatever is like living inside of you that needs space or needs attention and like just calling like those things like important or like giving them like telling them that they're important and and sitting with them um that's really been like the biggest thing with me and it's like not something that like I've arrived at by any means but I think like the more I'm able to like give time and attention in a positive and healthy way to like the insecurities that I have 
into the way like I feel uncomfortable, like the more I'm able to like just extend love and compassion towards myself. Again, those those are all words that I, I really hope that people are able to uh, internalize for themselves because I think that you noted on a lot of really valid points there and a lot of uh, things that I hope people can be more mindful of for themselves. Um, and I hope that after this space, everyone can have at least maybe uh, at least one takeaway about how they can improve their relationship with their body because I really do think that you're incredibly uh, well-spoken on this topic, David, and I I do hope that we uh, get to hear more from you in the future. I know personally, I'm looking forward to uh, the the work that you release in the future. And I was just curious if you could maybe tell us a little bit about like the work that you have been uh, focusing on primarily with your bodies and stories collection and like what that really is uh, all about and, and where that might be going before it gets wrapped up. Yeah, so um, my ultimate goal is to have it in a museum in some form or a, or in multiple museums. Like, I would really like to have, like, a physical space where people can literally, like, enter into a whole entire room or, like, even building and see, like, all these people that look like themselves. And not only that, like also pair it with like the audio and have it be kind of like this interactive experience where people can like literally see and hear other stories. Um, And then beyond that, like, I really just want this project to almost be like, I don't know, when I think about like portrait photography, the first thing that pops into my head is... um, is the Twin Flames project, um, which was like, it's the biggest like project within like the NFT space and portraits to my knowledge. Like it was one of the first. And when I think about portraits and NFTs, like I think about Twin Flames. Um, And so that being said, like I kind of want like this like bodies project and like this wide array of like documenting like all these different people imaginable to be like almost like the thing that people think of when they're thinking about like, diversity in humans and in people um like i i really want something that people just come back to because it's just been so impactful with like how people think about humanity as a whole and how people think about like their relationship to their bodies and their relationship to even others um so yeah like i i'm kind of done photographing for the time being uh any like any new subjects because I have still such a pretty large like back catalog of of images that I've made that I haven't even touched yet um so my goal really is to just continue to edit through all these and just continue to curate stories like little just like one page question and answer type uh stories that like literally just introduce people to the world and introduce their stories and like their struggles and the things that they love about themselves. And yeah, in the long run, really just have it be like this figurehead for just like, not just body positivity, but like people just learning to love themselves and the journey that they're on. David, again, 
thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're approaching the last uh, 10 minutes here in case uh, anybody had any questions or just wanted to talk about your work with you. Uh, if you were comfortable opening it up, now would probably be the best time for that. Yeah, I would love that. If, like with the last few minutes, if there's anyone uh, that wants to pop up and if not, that's also totally okay. It's been like really rad to just like talk about this because it's like, uh, I was telling someone the other day, um, I met with uh, a curator from a local museum, actually, um, to just like talk about displaying some of like, my work. And I was just telling her how I don't get to talk about this stuff very often, or like the ideas around it, because most of this is just one on one with other people. And then I just like share it to Twitter, um, <laughs> or to like, Instagram and I'm not like actually getting to have a dialogue with other people where like I'm able to explore like verbally through like conversation the purpose of the work that I'm making and so it's it's really refreshing and even like helpful for myself to be like reminded like why the heck I'm out here just existing in the world and like making the art that I'm making so yeah I'm like equally appreciative Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, it has been a blast to have you here. It has really been a pleasure to have you speak about your work. I am a big fan of it. Um, and like I said, I am very much looking forward to the things you release in the future. And if anybody would like to come on up, please feel free. Uh, don't be shy. This has been a conversation where I think that that is part of the point of David's work is to not be shy and to not necessarily feel the shame uh, around our bodies that people might uh, feel like very naturally. So please uh, come on up if you have any questions. Luca, thank you for uh, requesting. We're going to get you up here in just a sec. And uh, I did want to say also, what's up, Luca? Um, I did like just pin uh, some work from another friend of mine that's like here, my friend Nassim. Um, I just want to shout her out real quick because she's, a really awesome portrait photographer from Iran. I said it correctly, Nassim. Um, so yeah, she's been a good friend of mine in the space. And like, we have a lot of like similar views on photography and she's just like a really, really incredible artist. And yeah, so she's here hanging out. Like she'd be another really rad person to just check out and even interview at some point. Cause a lot of the work that she does is like literally illegal in Iran and um, she really believes in what she's doing and it's just, it's super, super powerful stuff. Yeah, that is, that's pretty bold. I gotta say. So I, that is definitely, um, a very courageous act in and of itself to express yourself in that way and pursue art in, in, uh, in that specific way. Like it just, that really is very powerful. So, uh, definitely thank you for, uh, the shout out, David. And I, I already, uh, shot her a follow and I look forward to familiarizing myself with her work. What's up, Luca? What's going on, David? What's going on, Reddy? Uh, Nothing much, man. It's been a fantastic interview to listen to, David. It's been awesome to learn about you. Uh, I've been very curious. Uh, you've been talking about the different levels to you know people's openness, uh, and I'm just kind of yeah. Do you have someone in mind that it was the most uh, free? during the photo shoot, so to say, 
um, you know, just like the most comfortable in their own skin. Cause it kind of looking through it, it seems like everyone is very comfortable. So I just wanted to know if someone maybe stood out in that sense. Yeah, I think I want to say no, but also like, it's hard. It's hard, but yes. Um, I'd say the lady um, that you see in like the older lady, um, and I'm told, oh, uh, Margie, I was totally spacing on her name, um, that you see there. So she has Parkinson's and is almost 70. And she's like literally lived her whole entire life. She'd never done like anything like that. And she actually like, I ran into her at, she came to one of my art shows randomly. I think it was just like passing through the gallery. I don't know. Um, and she like came up to me and was just like, Hey, if you ever need an older person to like sit nude for a photo, like I'm down. And I was like, kind of like freaked out. Cause I'd never had anyone like that boldly just like come up to me, even though I photographed like tons of people at that time. And so I got her phone number and like literally a year went by. Um, and like, I would still just think about her from time to time. Um, and one, one day I just sent her a text message and um this was like literally over a year later we hadn't talked or anything she'd just kind of been in the back of my mind because it was such an odd like interaction for me at least um and yeah I took her up on the offer and she was down and I just remember like really not even in the moment but as I look at the images now really just being blown away that like someone could be almost 70 years old and so confident in who they are. I think if anything, as people get older, they start to kind of like shy away from the fact that like they could be beautiful or like people start to feel insecure. And like, I, I interact with so many like older people, even like family members or like, yeah, just whoever that's older. And like, they're almost way more uncomfortable than a lot of like younger people when it comes to talking about like being in a bathing suit or having any, any part of their body on display, because it's very much just like, man, as we get older, like we're literally deteriorating, like we're like not getting better looking. And I think people become scared as they age. And it was really like incredible to see her after like a whole entire lifetime of never doing anything like that to just be like, hey, like, I only live once, and, like, I just want to, like, meet myself and also be an encouragement to others. Um, and she actually, like, she has to move, like, one of the things with Parkinson's disease um, that you're, like, encouraged is encouraged to do is to, like, constantly move. Um, and so, like, she's always, like, stretching, and she was like, hey, like, can I move around? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she, like, actually like literally like went through and like did like her whole entire like stretching regimen uh regimen and like we took photos of like all of these different poses of like this almost 70 year old woman completely like nude but like totally confident in her body and that honestly is like one of the most like memorable portrait sessions that i still have to this day i'm trying to find ah yeah so i'm pinning this to the top so you guys can see some of the images I actually have a bunch of them on foundation this is like kind of the most <laughs> the most from one session that I ever listed and it felt a little bit repetitive but it still was like I don't know I felt like it was really important 
Um, I shot this role on some expired film and it's literally just her like doing her stretches um, in the studio and just exist. Have like a whole collection just uh, kind of dedicated to like the title with her and some of the images that we shot. Wow, that's unbelievable. I was, I kind of was hoping that it was uh, Margie a little bit because I was going through the uh, the replies of that post uh, as you were talking, and uh, she just seemed very sweet and like she really enjoyed the experience. So I'm very glad to hear that uh, it actually was her. Really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, no, and I appreciate you asking. And it was cool because like she actually, we did a space together when I released his images, me and her and our friend Tana. And then I don't know if you guys know Uncle Jut, uh, who does Shufiti. Um like the four of us all did a space together and she hung out with us on Twitter for like an hour. And it was it was super rad because like, I don't think I've done that with anyone that I've photographed, especially someone who's like literally like almost 70, like that just, that doesn't happen. And so, yeah, like it was, it was super cool. And like, we still like talk, like not all the time, but like she texted me the other day cause she was like making some art actually out of the photo, like out of some of those photos. And like, she asked if it was okay if she used them and like then asked me like for feedback on some of her drawings and yeah, like it is really, it was really, it's been really cool to like get to know her through this process. Absolutely love that. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that answer. Yeah, that again, that really is just like, it, it speaks to the nature of the entirety of like your body of work is just that like, you really capture people for, for who they are. Um, I was going to say, if, if anybody else would like to come on up to maybe ask David a question or just talk about how much they appreciate his work, uh, we'd be happy to do so. If not, unfortunately, I do have to try to wrap things up a little bit on the earlier side tonight. I have one of my friends from college coming over. He drove a couple hours from upstate to visit, so I may have to leave uh, on short notice when they get here, so... Uh, again, David, this has been a supreme pleasure uh, to have this conversation with you. This really has been like very refreshing. Uh, I love your work and I love hearing you talk about it because, again, I think that you approach uh, your art form in, in a very specific way that helps people facilitate a more positive relationship with their bodies, which is something that we all really need to work on at a very basic level. So thank you for being here and thank you for doing the work that you do. Thanks, man. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you as well. And like everyone tuning in, like this has been honestly like super refreshing for me as well. And, um, I'm just excited to see like where everything goes and yeah, also just keep up with like Brito Dow and everyone here as well. Um, and yeah, definitely like anyone who's here, like reach out whenever I do a photo space every Wednesday, um, as well where I interview a different photographer. I've been doing that for a little over 30 weeks now. Um, so every week we have on a different guest and yeah, it's been, it's been super, super cool. I think we've got, we've got Aaron, Aaron Ricketts, I believe 
um, is his name. He's kind of like a conceptual photographer. Um, and he'll, he'll be on this Wednesday and I'm, I'm super excited to chat with him and just continue just like diving into the art and photography world. Aaron is awesome. If anyone in the crowd is not familiar with Aaron's work, most definitely tune in. And even if you are familiar with Aaron's work, I'm sure you'll probably want to tune in because, again, Aaron is extremely talented and also a pleasure to hear speak about their work. <laughs> well, thanks again, man. And, yeah, thank you to everyone who has popped in tonight. It was it was a blast. Yeah, and like I said, I think that uh, a lot of people are traveling uh, today, so I think that that has contributed to uh, the amount of people that we have had pull through. Because again, I was personally very excited for this space. I really was uh, very like eager to have this conversation. So I personally hope a bunch of people tune into this recording, and I will be sure to tell people to check it out because. <laughs> really was one that I was a big fan of and I hope that other people will be as well and again thank you so much for being here and thank you so much to everyone for tuning in and I think for everyone here at Burrito Dow this is going to be a wrap and we will see you guys at the next one heck yeah well thanks again Reddy and thank you again everyone and I'll uh, see you guys on the internet soon no problem, David. You have a great one, and we will talk to you very soon. Peace, Good everybody. Night. See ya.